We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, we have had some phenomenal stories about uh, Uber and Lyft and taxis uh, including Amy in Williamsville, whose future son-in-law was uh, in a tax uh, in an Uber during the last snowstorm we had, and noticed that the driver was sweating profusely, talking to himself, praying to Allah because he'd never seen snow before, and he's driving in snow that's coming down three inches an hour. This poor guy. This. I wonder if he knew when he moved to Buffalo that. It snows here, or he didn't get the memo, perhaps. But he was uh, he was so relieved when the passenger said, "Do you want me to drive you home?" And the driver said, "Allah has answered my prayer." Yes. So the passenger drove the driver home, and then the passenger had to get another Uber. But what a nice thing to do for the passenger. Seriously. I'm, apparently the passenger didn't need to be anywhere in a big hurry. But look, we all have to learn somewhere. And my suggestion would be, and again, I don't know the legality of this, but um, when it snows, you find a well-covered, wide-open parking lot and you teach yourself how to counter-steer, you teach yourself how to brake, you just figure out how your vehicle runs in the snow. And, and some vehicles are better than others. We did a show on that last week. Uh, Hondas came in big, um, and, and Subarus, and a couple of other cars that kind of kind of surprised me, quite frankly. But I thought it was going to be an all-Subaru show, but uh, the Honda came in uh, very highly recommended by uh, three of our callers, I think, um, a little bit more than the Subaru. I haven't driven a Honda in the snow, but the Su- I'm a big I'm a big lover of the uh, of the Subaru, uh, the the Outback or the Forester. I I love those vehicles in in the snow. My car is pretty good in the snow, but it's not a Subaru uh, in the snow. Just you know, just being honest with you here. It is. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's a sports car, but it, it's all wheel drive, and it's uh, five years old, and. I'm rather fond of that vehicle, rather fond of it. I do miss the 911. Don't know why I got rid of it, other than the fact that I wasn't driving it anywhere. Anyway, it is uh, 12 minutes after 4 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly with you on the radio and Uber horror stories. And we've had some great ones. Uh, The guy who uh, was falling asleep at the wheel. 
driving a patient home from a procedure during which the patient was actually sedated. And trust me, I've been through enough surgeries to know that the first thing they ask you, even before we need your insurance card, please, is who is driving you home, what is their phone number, and what is their relationship to you? Now, usually with me, it's Booker. I got Booker on speed dial. Booker is my man. Booker... That sounds kind of homosexual. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but now we're not lovers. But, I mean, we should be. But uh, Booker is, uh, he, he got the drive me to the hospital thing on Friday. Uh, so he had that he had that distinct pleasure. And he was all decked out in his Bills suit, which uh, was very, very nice. Booker's a great driver. He is super cautious. Well, he's a retired firefighter. And he is not a maniac on the road. Mrs. Nerd is a good driver, too. She is a little more aggressive, but not unsafely aggressive, if you catch my drift. She's one of the one of the very few people I trust totally to drive my vehicle uh, for me. But anyway, it is uh, 14 minutes after 4. So some of the things that, uh, oh, oh, those were some of the stories that people called in with. And then there was the guy in Vegas, the Uber driver who not only was multitasking, but he told the passengers in his vehicle, hey, I'm running low on gas. If you're an Uber, Uber, a Lyft, or a taxi driver, you should always make sure you've got at least half a tank of gas before you pick up a fare, right? Am I, am I wrong on this? Shouldn't the dude have stopped at the station? Now, look. These people had a plane to make, so time was rather important to them. My guy, going to jury duty, also said, I'm low on gas. Do you mind if I stop and get some? And honestly, I couldn't have cared less because I was way ahead of schedule anyway to get to jury duty. So I told him where the nearest gas station was. He put a few gallons in, and uh, that was that. I didn't really think twice about it. Had I been in a hurry to get to the airport and had he run out of gas because he allowed himself to go so low, I assure you I would have been royally uh, frustrated beyond all imagination. Um Josh, you have a, a, a horror story. Josh Schmidt doesn't often chime in on the program, only when he's got good content. And when we turn to good content, we turn to Josh Schmidt. Josh. Yeah, I, uh, this happened last summer. Uh, me and my girlfriend were headed downtown to meet up with some friends. And um, about two blocks away from her house where we were picked up, our Uber driver was pulled over for running a red light. So that was an interesting experience. I'd never had that happen before. Um Mind you, the whole ride before and after the incident, well, after the incident, he says, like, yeah, this is the third time this has happened to me this year. And I'm like, uh, okay, like you could have told us that. You might like want to put that in your Uber profile or something that you've been pulled over before while Ubering people. Um, but the whole time he's driving, he's telling us all about how he's invested in crypto and he just sits at home and he day trades and then he drives Uber at night. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's like going on and on about how he's made all this money doing stuff in the stock market. And I'm like, okay, then why are you an Uber driver? Like, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind when they like talk or anything like that, but like, it, it's just, it, it got to a point where I was like, come on, man. Like it's okay, cool. We get it. You trade in the stock market and that's your job. Like, awesome. I, I, I don't care anymore. Like <laughs> don't sit there and brag about how, it. how did you get him to shut up? I, we just kind of, 
kept giving him like my girlfriend's pretty talkative so she was able to just kind of keep the small talk going and i just sat there on my phone but like after it was only like a 20 minute ride so it wasn't oh, that's oh, only 20 minutes it's yeah, like saying that's true uh, well it was only a 20 minute tooth extraction <laughs> i mean it eventually he kind of got off that topic which was once he got off of that whole the whole stock market thing i was okay i didn't really care we got to talk about the bills i think and maybe the savers too but yeah no he just he kept like because sometimes like like i said i don't care like i wouldn't mind talking to an uber driver and like one of the things I always say is like, oh, like, is this all you do or whatever, just to like have small talk. And, there, and then this guy just goes off on that. And finally, when he finishes, he asks me and my girlfriend what we do. And then that kind of snowballs into other avenues and things like that. But it just and, – and the whole like getting pulled over thing was just like, whoa, like – Whoa. Yeah. Did he get a ticket or just a warning? I think he got a warning. I can't really remember. Uh, he was like trying to make a red light, and he was a little too late. And the cop was like, "Yeah, I was. I was thinking about it, but I had to. I had to get you on that one." So I think it was just a warning. But like I said, it was like two blocks away from where he picked us up. Like we weren't even like five minutes into the ride, and then he, oh. he gets pulled over. So it was a little scary. But that's really the only ever bad experience I've ever had. But the third time—that's what gets me. We'll get uh, more of Josh's uh, story, I'm sure, coming up. But got to hear your stories. Anybody else get pulled over when they were in an Uber? The driver got pulled over. Now let, let's put it this way. If, if if you've been pulled over three times in a row in rapid succession, you might want to reevaluate the way you drive, okay? Um, yeah, I haven't been pulled over since New Year's Eve, I don't know, 10 years ago, whatever it was. And that was a totally legitimate and explainable mistake. Um, I've, I've told you the story before. I know why I got pulled over, but I also know why I did what I did. Um, and, and clearly the officer knew who I was because I said, do you know who I am? <laughs> no, clearly the officer understood that I was telling him the truth about why I did what I did. And if you ever do get pulled over, if you ever say, I don't care how big you are, if even if you're Josh Allen, if you say, do you know who I am? You are getting a ticket, okay? You are going to get written. Those words are poison to the ears of any self-respecting cop. You can be the biggest lawyer in town. Do you know who I am? Yes, and you're about to get a ticket. Thank you very much, because the officer has complete control over you at that moment and doing you a favor by issuing you a ticket and not actually arresting you and bringing it to the station. Actually doing you a favor, because they can do that. Uh, true story. It is uh, 20 minutes after 4 at News Radio 930 WBEN. You know what sucked, though, is uh, getting pulled over and, yeah, we got to wait for a canine unit to search your car. Oh, that would suck, especially if you're not holding. That would really suck. Anyway, and how many cops are pulling people over and the windows come open and the, the weed smoke just comes out like Hiroshima? Just wondering. And no, I cannot use marijuana in any way, shape, or form because I am routinely drug tested. I pound the hell out of meth, though. Let's go to, uh, not really, I kind of enjoy having teeth. Let's go to Steve in uh, Amherst. Steve, you're on WBEN. Hello. How you doing, Tom? How's yes. it going today? Oh, beautiful. It's Monday. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah, it's day. Awesome. 
years ago, my girlfriend used to have to travel to New York City for work a lot, and I would drive and meet her there because she lived in Florida, and then she'd come home to Buffalo and, and then fly out of Buffalo. Well, the one it was Christmas season, and we were down there, and I drove through Times Square and all that, which was a nightmare, and I said, let's park the car and just walk around and do stuff. So we did, and now it's starting to get dark out, and the, and the Christmas lights are out, and it looks all nice, and we've seen people going around in those pedicabs where the guy pedals you. Yeah. And I, and I said, why don't we jump in one of those and take one of those back to where the car is? Because now we're like 20-something blocks away. And she's like, yeah, that'd be cool. So we flag one down, and he pulls up, and we hop in. And when I say he took off like a bat out of you-know-what, I mean, this guy was flying. He started weaving in and out of traffic. My girlfriend's arm actually got hit by a side mirror on a truck. So she ducked down in the back seat. And I was trying to cover her up, and this guy just flew all the way back to the where we had the car park. We thought we were going to get, like, this nice romantic ride through the lights and everything, and it it didn't work out that way. No, you got uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, getting his cardio in. Oh, it was insane. I was, I was scared, and I, I don't scare easily. I was scared. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, well, let's let's consider the facts here. You are in basically a baby buggy that is being a, a, a baby buggy for adults that is being towed by a maniac on a bicycle, and there are giant vehicles in New York City everywhere, and he's weaving in and out of traffic. I would I would be a little upset, too. Yeah, it, it was insane. She still tells people that story to this day. It was unbelievable. Did she end up with a contusion or anything on her arm? No, no, just just bruised up a little bit. But she, it, she definitely hit the mirror of a truck. I mean, this, I can't believe this guy hasn't been in an accident or hurt someone yet. Well, of course, he might very well be dead now. I don't know how much you follow the news <laughs> from New York City. But, you know, that that's a huge issue in New York City. At least it was now that nobody goes there anymore. I don't know if it still is. But uh, bicycles and people, bicycle pedestrian collisions, people die in New York City because these uh, these uh, people on bicycles are absolute maniacs and they plow into people. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was something to see because and and we're looking around and everybody else is getting this nice calm like romantic ride through the lights and here our guy took us like on a mission from hell. Wow. Uh, that's have you ever uh, done the? Now if you want romance, what you got to do is the carriage ride through Central Park. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but I don't know if I'll be going to back to New York City anytime soon. Yeah, with well, maybe going on. It's uh, not the place I want to be. Maybe someday when it settles down. Although, didn't somebody talk about banning the carriages from uh, from from Central Park? Uh, and I read that somewhere some time ago. But that that is a terrific experience, which I would recommend for anybody bold enough to go to New York City once things calm down again, once uh, Giuliani gets reelected. Uh, thank right. you very much. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone call. Um, wow, Th- these calls are great, guys. I wasn't. This was one of those shows I said at the beginning. This is either going to be super cool or it's going to suck, and it's been super cool. Um, here's the problem: I have to go to a break. But when I come back from the break, which will be in about ten minutes from now, I'll get right back to the calls. Unless you hang up on me, and then you're going to make me very bilious. I'm going to feel like a kid who doesn't get anything for Christmas. 
watching his brothers and sisters opening up their presents. So if you want to make me feel that way, hang up. If you want to affect my self-esteem in a negative way, hang up. If you want me to be a better person, you, you just stay on hold. It's basically your control over the future of my existence. I'm not going to make any bones about that. 716-803. I actually did that. I actually gave the area code. What a tool. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, of all the America songs you could have played... Worst choice ever. Worst choice ever, Josh. I'm sorry. Never understood the song. Never got it. Definitely drug-induced. Just saying. It was a catchy beat in the beginning. That's all I heard. No, no, no. Because that song was big, as I recall, around 74, 75, along with Elton John's Philadelphia Freedom. Being from Buffalo, Sabres playing the Flyers. Last song we wanted to hear was Philadelphia Freedom. I hate Philadelphia to this day. Because in 1974-75, I won't ever go unless I have a layover at the airport, but screw Philadelphia. I'll hate him even more if they beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. That gives me another reason. Uh, all right, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Oh, lady on my Facebook page. For years, you told us you hated football. Yeah, you know what? For years, I didn't like clams, and that changed too. And at one point, I supported Donald Trump. I now think he's an a-hole who needs to go away. He lost me. What do you want me to say? New data equal different conclusions. Have you never changed your mind on anything? And frankly, the whole football thing, that's about hanging out with my friends as much as anything else. So that's, you know, that's the answer there. Um I don't know what else I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, lady, if you've never changed your mind about something, good for you. Good for you, but I'm a little more gender fluid than that. Let's get back to the calls on WBEN. I now find Josh to be exceedingly handsome uh, and desirable. Here is uh, 
human resources calling. Now, here is uh, Jeremy in uh, Depew on WVEN. Jeremy, you're on. Hello. Hello, Tom. First time caller, long time listener. Uh, thank you for holding on. You've uh, reaffirmed my sense of purpose in life. Well, you're welcome. I just had to share this. It's uh, not my story but to tell, but I'm going to tell it. My sister's. Um, she was in Michigan. She's a New York State resident, obviously. And she was with her friend, and she gets an Uber, and they pick her up in the parking lot, pick them both up. Not 30 seconds later, leaving the parking lot, the driver proceeds to go directly into a uh, one of those light posts and somehow manages to total the vehicle, has to get towed away. Um, my sister hadn't even gotten the chance to buckle up yet. She was thrown into the headrest of the driver's seat. And her friend did buckle up, and she ended up with a big bruise on her arm from the seatbelt somehow. Um, and she was, like, thrown at the door, I guess. That's that's absolutely horrible. How fast was this guy going? Uh, it was a lady, and I, I don't know, but my sister said she basically blinked, and next thing she knew, they were in an accident in a parking lot with no other vehicles around. Well, um, it's not really the kind of thing you expect from uh, a driver that you entrust your safety with. No, well, but, it, I mean, it only stands to reason that if you've got tens of thousands of people who are Uber drivers, statistically, some of them are going to have accidents with people in the car. The big question to me is, what caused this driver to do that? Yeah, that's definitely not the kind of thing you think about until it happens to you. You don't think that's going to ever happen or, or think about how to proceed from there. But as it turns out, this is what's really interesting. Um, the driver was not liable um, because she was driving for Uber. And get this, Uber was somehow not liable because my sister and her friend were not residents of the state that they were Ubering in. So somehow nobody was held responsible and nothing was done about it. Jeez, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not an attorney, but I don't, I don't see how residency has any bearing on, on the fact that uh, there were personal injuries involved. A person is a person. And if I run over somebody from Pennsylvania, their family isn't going to come after me? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, you know, bear that in mind, I guess, you're taking an Uber out of, out of state. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to have somebody research that a little bit more. Um, Amy, who called in earlier, is an attorney. Maybe she can uh, do a little search and report back to us because that doesn't sound that doesn't sound even remotely correct. Did did uh, did she talk with um, uh, attorneys about this, or did she Google it? She, she talked with her insurance, and her insurance said that uh, because she's not a resident. Well, maybe they just. Said, Maybe well, maybe she should have talked to an attorney about that because that just it doesn't seem like that makes a hell of a lot of sense. She may have. I know that she's uh, been involved in different things like that before when she knows she's in the right and it's worked out for her. But um, I don't know what the statute of uh, limitation is on that. But uh, probably not very long. <laughs> yeah. How how long ago did it happen? Um, probably a year ago, maybe. I mean, two. It's probably worth looking into, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust an insurance company to give me legal advice. I would trust an attorney who specializes in personal injury law. Yeah, it's kind of sad. You need to go ahead and take that next step instead of just having it, you know, be handled right on the spot with the insurance. But what you really want in in a personal injury situation, what you're really looking for is not bruises and bumps. You're looking for fractures. You're looking for bone. You're looking for structural damage. 
luckily she didn't have any of that, neither did her friend. Well, so I got on the road and let that driver be behind the wheel. Then who knows what would have happened. So good lord, all actually things ended when they did instead of some other way. Yeah, well, I'm glad she. No, seriously, I'm I'm glad I'm glad she's okay. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, that uh, that's that is that's the way it goes, though. Um, what they look for in a personal injury case uh, is they want to see fractures. They want to see they want to see broken bones, and some broken bones are worth more than others. It's uh, really an interesting um, it's really an interesting area, but. Let me just be the very first to say, given a choice between living the rest of your life with a fractured spine and not having a fractured spine, not having a fractured spine is far preferable no matter how much money you are awarded. It could be in the millions of dollars. And you know what? Those millions of dollars are not going to help you at 2 o'clock in the morning when you wake up in absolute agony with pain running down your arm. Okay? It could be worth a lot of money, but... You really, you really want that? No, it, it ain't worth it. You know, you like to, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. I mean, when I hear some of the ads, hey, they got me twenty million dollars. I always wonder, yeah, and what's it like eating through a tube? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be gratuitously uh, insensitive here, but uh, obviously, the more serious the injury, the more money you are likely to receive as compensation. And ultimately, I know that this is obviously old and hackneyed, and you've heard it a million times before, the most important thing that you have in your life is health. That is the most important thing that you have. And never, ever, ever take it for granted. I mean, I've had, what, 14, 15 surgeries this year? And believe me, everyone takes a little bit more out of you, and you don't want that. You don't want that. It ain't. They could offer you a billion dollars, and I would say you're better off with a body that isn't all banged up to hell. Okay, just my two cents. Eight oh three. I think I'm setting a record though. Um, not not the evil Knievel record. Evil Knievel uh, actually is the human being with the most. He, he was a guy. If you don't know who Evil Knievel was. He was a guy who put out a really crappy toy in the 1970s. It lasted about 20 minutes and it stopped working. But before that, he was a motorcycle stunt dude. Evil Knievel. That was not his Christian name, by the way. He kind of made that up to go along. He was a brilliant marketer of himself. But he would do these jumps over a whole bunch of vehicles. And his uh, piece de resistance, so I told you I don't speak French, was an attempt to vault over the Snake River. The Snake River. Not on a motorcycle, but almost in this jet-like contraption. And there was a misfire right over the canyon and the parachute opened up and when you watch the video of this thing it's amazing evil can evil survive that because that parachute so easily could have caught fire with what was coming out of the rocket in which he was in and if your parachute catches fire you are screwed and yeah he went into the drink but at the altitude he was at be like hitting concrete uh, if you're ever looking for something to do, you can Google Evil Knievel uh, Snake River Jump and watch it. And that man was lucky to uh, survive it. A lot of people thought it was just a publicity stunt and that he just did that intentionally. 
Um, I, I don't see it that way. I think it was a, I think it was a mechanical malfunction because he knew damn well what was coming out of the back of that uh, um, the device into which uh, he had been placed. And nobody wants a parachute to catch fire. Can't think of a worse way to uh, to die than that. That that thinking you're safe, seeing the parachute deploy, then looking up and seeing it just disintegrating because of fire. Horrible, horrible. Anyway, uh, they actually have, true story, they actually have at the, is it the Evil Knievel Museum or is it the Motorcycle Museum? I'm not sure which one. But they've got x-rays of Evil Knievel's body. And you can actually put your finger on a fracture and see where and how that fracture was incurred. Seriously, I, I, I am not making this up. They're actually going to do the same thing in the Bowerly Museum. Point to this scar, and you'll see exactly what happened that caused the scar. True story. All right. It is uh, 447 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, anybody out there with any more stories um, about Uber, Uber or Lyft or being a fare, F A R E, in a, uh, um, uh, in a car, in a vehicle? Uh, we've had some amazing stories today, and I thought my my list is pretty lame compared to what some of you have been through. Because my biggest thing is you gotta have a basic understanding of the English language. Told you the story a few times about uh, going to uh, an affair at St. Christopher's, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, Nerds Gone Wild. And the, tech, the the Uber driver could not understand me when I'm telling him, no, across the street, over there, Dortruben, anything I could, any, any language I could even think of. And he just wasn't comprehending until I finally did the universal steering motion and pointed that way. And then he drives into the affair, and he's doing a ridiculous uh, speed for all the people walking around like he was trying to mow them down like bowling for humans. Yes, I complained to Uber about him. The other one is going into an Uber car, and somebody's got their music playing at a ridiculous volume. And I will say, pardon me, I don't mean to be rude, but could you possibly lower the music? Because I, I this is not my kind of thing. The other thing... The chatty Cathy's. Usually, we are drivers, are we not? It's a luxury for some of us to be passengers, to actually take in the landscape, see things we haven't seen before. I'm a passenger sometimes on Main Street in Williamsville. I live right there, and there are buildings I never knew existed. I didn't know we had a Chipotle until today. Um, <laughs> just saying. And then the other one is, and this guy got complained uh, uh, upon too, but not me, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Uber driver picks us up, and we're all dressed up because we're going to a Russell Salvatore's party at the Blue Martini, and we're driving from A1A. And um, the front seat, there are four of us, the front seat of this car was like a toxic waste dump. In my mind, I'm looking at the stains on the seat. You don't want to, you know what I was thinking. You know me. You know exactly what I was thinking. I took one for the team. I mean, I've been to Jamaica. I took one for the team, and um, 
I, I'm glad I did because Booker's suit would have been destroyed. The ladies' dresses would have been smudged. My jeans were no worse for the wear. And, uh, you know, I've got pretty agile buttocks on which to sit. So I was just basically, uh, you know, just, just a little bit at the edge. And I was okay. It was a good core workout, actually. About the only core workout I've had in a few years. Uh, let's go to uh, Jennifer on WBEN. Jennifer in uh, Clarence. Hello, you've got an Uber story? I, I have many Uber stories, but I travel for work, so I have to head out west quite often. And I have found, depending where you are out west, especially the warmer places like Arizona or Nevada, the weirder the Uber drivers get. Um, a lot of tin hat wearing conspiracy theories I hear about. Uh, I don't know if maybe there's some alien abductions happening out there, but they are an odd breed of Uber driver for sure. Well, yeah, but let's um, not forget, these people live close I mean, Arizona, New Mexico. They could actually be aliens. Thinking about this logically, they might actually be the spawn of Roswell. They very well could be, and they certainly act like it too. However, on our last trip, <coughs> pardon me, we were in Scottsdale, and we got into the Uber, and he did not really know where he was. He wasn't from the area, and all of a sudden, he did a super fast U-turn and started heading in the other direction. And I knew immediately he was probably one of our own. I, he was either from Buffalo or the East Coast somewhere, so I asked him, I said, where are you from? And he said, Cleveland. <laughs> and I'm like, I could tell just by the way you were driving that... You were an East Coaster for sure. I felt more safe with him, to tell you the truth. But uh, lots of odd Uber drivers out west, for sure. Seriously? Okay, I'm just kind of curious. When you say tinfoil hat wearing, conspiracy theory people, give give us one example of what you have been proselytized. Well, I talk to the Uber drivers. I'm always excited about my trips, where I'm going, especially if it's somewhere new. So I want to know about the area, if they're local, where the good restaurants are to go, where the good places to stop, the local places. And so I'm usually having some pretty in-depth conversations with these people. But the one that really uh, flipped me out the most was the one in Nevada, and he was talking to me about getting abducted. And I thought, good Lord, I am in this guy's car. (laughs) He was talking about getting abducted, I presume, by aliens. I'm assuming, too. I didn't want to get into it with that guy. I liked my East Coast guy way better. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's abducted and then there's alien abductions. And look, I mean, I believe that some people actually have been abducted by aliens. I do think that aliens visit planet Earth or maybe have bases in the ocean or maybe the moon. I don't know. But uh, I I don't think I mean, I would I'd ask that person a million questions. First question would be, so uh, how's the old bunghole? Yeah, would be my first question. It's funny you say that about them existing because I was at Mass, and I remember it like it was yesterday, but it was a few years ago, and the priest said, who are we to think that we are the only creation? Like, it is rather arrogant of us to think that we're the only ones that occupy our universe. In my father's mansion, there are many rooms. 
I believe somebody said that once. And was that a reference to extraterrestrial life? I don't know. I think, look, I've talked to enough people, and I've seen the uh, U.S. Navy's own videotapes. There are things out there we don't understand that are not of this Earth. And by definition, if they're not of this Earth, they're either from another place or they're from another universe, as in multiverse theory. Right. Right. Well, I didn't want this guy to take me back to the mothership. I wanted it out of his car. All right. That's the line of the day right there. The mothership. Uh, wow. Uh, and then you then you missed out on 48 hours of your life and you have no idea where they went. Exactly. Uh, that's a cool story, Jennifer. Thank you very much. All right. Our Uber drivers weirder out west. Um, the, the thing about a lot of alien abductees is they really don't want to talk about it. But there have been, there's a Harvard guy back 30 years ago, wrote a book about people who say they've been abducted by aliens. And who are we to rule it out? Who are we to rule it out? Seriously. I mean, 10 years ago, if, if you'd have told me, do you know the United States government actually has suits that make a human being invisible? I'd have said, get out of here. No way. Well, look up stealth personnel, U.S. Army, and sure enough, they do, and they've had them for quite some time. That's what it's called, stealth personnel gear, and there's various kinds of it, reflective, light-absorptive, adaptive camo, nonlinear optics, and uh, if you know what you're doing, you can actually break it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.